0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Doze Nose. Hope you guys are doing well and you're driving safe and being safe in everything that you guys do. I've got a great episode today. I've got one of my good, good friends, hunting partner, uh, North Shore lifeguard, big wave surfer, badass big wave surfer might I add, Volcom Pipe Pro commentator. You probably heard him. Last January, spitting out the best little one-liners with Sal Masekela. And if you guys saw the Billabong XXL Big Wave Awards a couple of days ago where our boy Shane Dorian just kind of cleaned house, then you know who I'm talking about. It is Dave Wassel. Funniest fucker ever. I love him to death. I was able to hook up with him while he was over here on the Big Island filming a TV show. And he just got off the boat, picked him up in Kauai, and was taking him back to the airport. We threw some mics on, on the long drive, and just bullshitted the whole way. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Sit back, relax, and Dave, welcome to the show. Everybody knows those. Know. Everybody knows those. Know.
1: Everybody knows those. Know. Everybody knows those, know. Everybody knows those knows. And if you don't know.
0: yeah dave hey dozer what's happening bud that was pretty close right there wasn't it
1: that was a, definitely a close call i'm glad you hit the brakes
0: <laughs> the terrible
1: way to meet somebody almost ran right into the back of that toyota camry
0: that was awesome dude um yeah dude i i didn't even see that i looked over to see if the mic was on and yeah then i looked back and
1: Technical difficulties. But thank you very much for coming down to Honokahau Harbor. Give me a ride over to the Kona Airport so I'm able to get back and see my family in time. Been over here doing a bit of uh, hunting and spearfishing for the
0: Outdoor Channel. Right. What TV show were you on?
1: Uh, That's called Texas Trophy
0: Hunters. Texas Trophy Hunters.
1: Yeah. And Kelly there that you just met is the host. Uh And so we went out today spearfishing. Had a blast. Didn't see anything giant. Uh, Some sharks and whatnot, but... We got some food for the table. We're gonna to have to leave that to them to prepare tonight. And uh, I'm gonna to get to go home to my family.
0: I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, well, so um, what kind of fish did you guys get today?
1: So today, we out in the blue water, we got amberjack. And then we got some rainbow runner or kamanu. And uh-huh. the amberjack here is known as a kahala. But both of them are really good eating. And then when we moved up onto the reef, in a little bit shallower water, you know, around the 40 to 60-foot range, we started getting uh, octopus and a moo, which is an emperor fish, also a phenomenal eating fish. And the thing about that guy is nice white flaky meat. Wow. But it can be cooked any different way you want. I mean, you could even eat it raw. It would be phenomenal. But no I think they're planning on doing a little uh, a curry with it, and I'm a little jealous.
0: Yummy. Well, it's, I think it was that host Kelly's birthday today.
1: Kelly, yep. Yeah, it is her birthday. She is... She, 20. And, and yeah. very, very nice of her to take us out and do this whole <laughs> TV show and whatnot. Anytime we get to do something out of the surfing industry, it's kind of a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, I like surfing still, but it's well, definitely just, like hunting Well, just so fishing. people
0: can know who you are, there's a lot of people out there that have no idea who Dave Wassel is.
1: I'm just finding out who Dave Wassel is. <laughs> yeah. How old are you, Dave? I am
0: 43. Forty-three years. Yeah, forty-three I, years a, young.
1: I'm a year younger than Kelly and Dorian.
0: Uh-huh. Well, you're uh, a year younger than me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to give my age away there for a sec, but uh, I can't even see your face right now, dude. I got a just watch the bag row. right in the way. I can't. Even, I see a big black blob.
1: Yeah. So this board bag, I didn't have any luggage for wetsuits slash dive gear slash bow case. So I just threw it in a surfboard bag. Yeah. When I well, pull up to the airport, good. they go, "Oh, wait, is that a board?" No, no, no. It's just one piece of luggage carrying right. a whole bunch of other Shit. extracurricular activities.
0: Exactly. Now you've been on uh, quite a trip here. You went sheep hunting. You yes. Got to a pretty big ramp, dude. Yeah. I'm
1: I'm pretty excited. You're I'm. I, you know what? the whole like trophy thing aside I'm just happy to the fact that I'm gonna get to put lamb chops on the table one first of all it's great exercise running around at 5,000 foot elevation I didn't realize how thin the air was you know yeah. and I I consider myself in pretty good shape I'm a city and county lifeguard I surf big ways and whatnot, you know but and I chased my five-year-old around day and night. Right, was an awesome ch- little kid. Chasing those sheep around at five thousand feet, man, that that was that was strenuous. But it was well, nice to connect.
0: You're also doing it on uh-uh, lava, which is like razor sharp. It's super loose, dude. It's one of the hardest things to walk on on the planet. And it, you know, if you fall in it, you're going to the oh, hospital. you're toast. Yeah, you're freaking you're, you're, you're you're, d- done.
1: You're done. And you, you know what? That aside, trying to do it with a cameraman behind you, filming for a TV show. How ho- hard is that? It's a whole other element of difficulty. So we got the shot, and we got the lamb chops on the barbecue. He made the menu, and I am thrilled.
0: Did you guys get to eat it already? Some of it. Yeah. Not all of What'd it. What did you guys do? How would you cook uh, it?
1: We took the back straps, and we cut them thin and wrapped them in bacon and put them on a grill with wow. some of that keave wood, and it was
0: Phenomenal. A little Italian season. Dressing, marinade. No,
1: just just a little salt and pepper. I mean, really?
0: it, yeah, it was so good. Wow, I love that stuff. I've uh, put bacon on anything; it's gonna be good. Bacon's you, the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you.
1: Maybe maybe wrap myself in bacon. Maybe <laughs> I'll be good then too.
0: <laughs> I want to wrap my girlfriends in bacon. Okie dokie. Oh my god! <laughs> Enough of the bacon. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit. Let's you know, like you said, you're you're a North Shore lifeguard. How long have you been a lifeguard?
1: better part of a decade wow. I, I was fortunate to come in under some great guys I, I the best thing about my job uh-huh. is my partners you know we do our best to prevent bad things from happening right but when they do every one of them is right there by my side racing me into to try and you know, save an individual from anything worse. Than you've,
0: you've seen some heavy shit, bro. You're right there at Pipeline. Well, you know Sunset what? Beach. I, I work
1: all the towers. We, we, we move around quite a bit. But what people don't realize is, one, on the North Shore, yes, the surfing is dangerous. It's coral. There's big waves. They sweep people off the beach. But all of our towers are right along the highway. kamamea right. Highway goes right along every one of my towers. I've seen just as many car accidents as wow. I have surf. Surf related yes. incidents, yeah, and it's you know those things. And sometimes there's multiple people involved, and it's it's wow. uh, it keeps you on your toes. I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah, Shane Dorian. Um, I was talking to him on the phone earlier today, and he was like, "I was like Shane, what what kind of questions do you want me to ask Dave? You know, he's one of our good friends. Uh, well, what do we do?" And he's like, "I want to fucking know about some of the gnarliest shit he's encountered as a lifeguard and a big wave surfer." because you 're a world famous big wave surfer as well too
1: I will not Rooks get into gnarly the, the gnarly incidents that I see. put it this way, dozer when somebodys have, when i 'm working really hard, somebody uh-huh. is having the worst day of their life right and that 's not a joke
0: yes? uh, no. the, the
1: biggest difference that I see between a city and county lifeguard and say a city and county fireman or police officer is. We don't get called to the scene. We're actually watching this stuff go down. So when people come up to you, you know, a lifeguard comes up to you on the beach and says, Hey, you know, I understand that you're here to have a good time, but maybe you want to move over here or watch out for this and that. We're not trying to stop you from having a good time. We're trying to make sure that you have the best time possible. Exactly. And sometimes people just don't realize that they're in a dangerous situation next to a channel, too close to a surf break. The waves are inconsistent. It's not like a lake where Swill the water's Exactly. So, you know, we've just went through this El Nino year where the surf has got record-breaking sizes. In two days, I have to fly to California. I'm going to MC the Big Wave World Tour XXL um, duf- Awards. Bill Double XXL. And I'm for certain that the new world record will be shattered. As for paddling in Who at do you think is going to do it? Ooh, it's uh, between a young Brazilian and a young Hawaiian.
0: Name name them. I want to hear some names. Aaron
1: Gold's going to win.
0: Aaron, Aaron Gold. Gold is going to win, You're naming and it's bigger. Big it's bigger than
1: sixty-one feet. I'll tell you that. Sean Dollar is a current world record holder from the time that Shane and I went out to Cortez Bank with him, mm-hmm. and uh, Greg Long actually drowned that session and was. Able to be revived, he's still with us. Thank goodness. Now you
0: were in the water for that Aaron Gold wave, weren't you? That was the day was, you hurt your shoulder. I was
1: not in the in the water for Aaron Gold's wave. I had blown my shoulder uh, and hurt it uh, during the paddle at Peahi, the same break right. everybody calls Jaws. I call it Peahi because that place commands all my respect. Exactly. And and I will I will give it where credits due. Uh, but during the event there in December sixth. I uh, dislocated, tore my rotator cuff on my left shoulder, so I took most of January off, mm-hmm. and that's where Aaron got his wave. It was phenomenal. Now Dorian himself is up for a few rides of the year, and that's a nice little prize check. I think that's about sixty grand. So right. I hope he wins that. I think he's got a smokingly good chance.
0: Well, I know the I know he loves to be, the ones he wants to win is ride of the year or. Mainly Performer of the Year.
1: Performer of the Year, which doesn't get enough credit. So if you're the Performer of the Year in a big wave scene, that means you've gone to all the events and you've beat everybody. Not in just one category. It basically means that you are the man.
0: It means all your peers are going... Shane I Warren. want to grow up to be you. Yeah, exactly. You are my hero.
1: And, and Shane, well, Shane is a hero, and everybody knows that he's won it more than anybody. But I'm pretty darn sure that that's going to go to Kyle Lenny this year.
0: Yeah, I he think so. Freaking was all over the place
1: and uh, just dominating.
0: Yeah, so. um, and not just in not just surfing, but stand up paddleboarding. Uh, Kite surfing. surfing.
1: You name it. The kid is just
0: that good. Yeah. He's He's very, very talented. He's he's almost as good as you are on the mic.
1: Oh, my goodness. I think that Kai Lenny is the real deal. I really do. You know, people started coming to me. I did an interview for Red Bull. Do you think he's the guy? And I said, well, you know, at this point, he was only 16 years old. Yeah. I said, give him a few years, and we'll see. I don't want him to be a flash in the pan. But right now, he is heading in the right direction. Here we are. It's been six years I think he's 22 now mm-hmm. If that And he's up for Best performer Of the biggest Surf Year On record
0: Right Well you know One of the great things About Kai Lenny is He's so humble Yes he's such a down to earth Super cool guy Go up and talk to Every single person Most of the time You don't even recognize him If you You know People They know the name They know Him out there in the water But they're just like Ah, that's who's this guy? He's so nice,
1: cool, humble kid, filled with talent, and I wish him all the best. And I look forward to seeing his endeavors in the years to come.
0: Yeah, he's going to be just maybe taking over Shane's spot, but somebody needs to. (laughs) Shane's got a few more years in him, but you know, Ian Walsh was killing it this year too. Oh, there is such there's so many get that much credit for it, but he was just. Mark, well, Mark
1: Healy, same Mark thing. He doesn't get a lot of credit for what he's done. And so it's it's a tough world out there, you know, and everybody, that's the thing is you really have to earn it.
0: Yeah. Well, I think Mark really stepped it up this year when he started going left at Waimea. Have you seen this? I was sitting on the point, uh, pretty much ringside seats watching him go left, coming almost like it was coming right at me. Ringside
1: seats is a good one because you barely make those left, and it really is a cage match between you and the rocks.
0: Oh, my God, (laughs) but they said it's actually easier to get back out. The current, like, sweeps you boom, right back out. As
1: long as there's not a bigger wave behind the one that you're on.
0: Yeah. Well, I was sitting there for the eddy, and watching those sets come off three tables that were twice the size of what's hitting, why may it be? I
1: was sitting there watching the eddy as well. I remember it.
0: You were sitting on a board. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you do this year?
1: I got seventh place. First time ever Uh, competing. First time ever competing. Made the top ten. You know, there's 28 guys hand-picked in the world to do this event. Yeah. Uh, You know, there's there's hundreds of people who would want to be in it. Mm -hmm. Lots of people who deserve to be in it. But uh, just to be involved, I felt like I'd won already. And it was a lot of pressure. I'll tell you that. To really look... At it as, okay, you've trained your entire life for this one moment. You need to go out there and get four great rides. You know, and it's an interesting format, right? You're yeah. not out there battling everybody. Everybody gets to surf two one-hour heats. Yeah. And they just take your four best waves, add them all up, and at the end of the day, there's a winner. Right. This was the biggest and most radical surf they've ever had for the Eddie Cal Big Wave Invitational. It the waves were 40 to 60 feet consistently. Here. Yeah. Consistently breaking and closing out entire wall of Waimea Bay, yeah. chasing boards, surfers, even the jet skis all the way back up onto the beach.
0: That was some of the, those photos of the jet skis being chased back to the beach because they couldn't get over the waves it was phenomenal. Abe Lerner going through that wave with Strider on the back. Strider's neck is still jacked up after that. I'll
1: tell you what, that event would not have run without the lifeguards and without the Hawaiian Water Patrol on those jet skis. It just would not have happened. Yeah. Um, you know, there people would have just been swept right back into the rocks. We were lucky that they were there and would be able to come right in, grab us out of danger, pull us to safety. And for the audience, it makes sure that you're not stuck inside for a long time. There's lots of surfing action. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, there are the dramatic wipeouts. And right. the funny thing is, when you're sitting out in the lineup, and I was sitting out there, and I was sitting next to Kelly Slater, and somebody would take off in a wave and be like, oh, my goodness, I wonder if we made it. And you could hear the crowd. If they screamed really loud, it means he
0: didn't make it. Right. So you knew.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Even watching from the back of the wave, was, Whoa! You'd be like, oh, he ate it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> next in line.
0: Yeah, how was John John? John John just kind of blew everybody away. Big wave surfing this year.
1: You know what? It's nothing new. I've seen the guy doing that since day one. Since <laughs> he's been four years old, the waves have been huge for him, yeah. and he's always had the talent. He's and that's a humble individual. Yeah,
0: I was just going to say that he's another one of those humble ones.
1: Yep, he's actually on the world tour right now, competing with the other thirty-four world's best, but they're not known for their big wave savvy. Right. John John Florence is a name. He's he's. Twice as good as everybody. He's so good, they actually named him twice.
0: <laughs> now, you get to be part of another incredible event this year, and if not, is the best pipeline event ever the Vulcan Pipe Pro.
1: I did. I did get to do the Vulcan Pipe Pro and you know, I- I'm lucky that that's my sponsor. They invite me to not only be able to participate in it surfing, but I for? also commentate it on the webcast and that was a lot of fun. Actually last week, I flew up to LA uh-huh. and did voiceovers. NBC is going to take that event and put it on primetime television.
0: They should.
1: They, they-, they packaged it all up, so it's myself, Chris Cote and Sal Masekela are going to be hosting this. And like you said, it's the best pipeline that I've seen. I mean, I live in Hawaii. I'm a North Shore lifeguard. I haven't seen it that good in years. Day after day. It was amazing. And the biggest thing about that, this year was so big, we actually had to wait for pipeline to calm down, to to be surfable. Because the waves are just too big
0: for it. The conditions were so glassy and flawless. I was blown out of my mind. I was just like, you have got to be kidding me.
1: It made it good for commenting and commentating because you really the surfing did all the talking. Yes, no, Kelly Slater, John John Florence, Jamie O'Brien, the
0: they but all you did it. And Sal sitting next to each other. You like that, dude? That was Sal was my second guest on the show. Okay, and Sal still to this day cannot stop. He was like, that was the best contest, the best person I was ever able to sit next to and do commentary with.
1: We had a good time.
0: The the one-liners that that Dave Wassel comes up with. Oops. Yeah, he he was he was quoting him. He was like, how in the hell does this come out of his mouth? Where does he come up with these things?
1: Well, one thing that I can you're, say is you're Sal. You're the
0: most quick, quick-witted guy I've ever met.
1: Sal is such a professional. Anybody else, it would just, you know floor them they'd be like come on get serious but really Sal is such a professional he was rolling with the punches so thank you very much mr. Masakela you are a champion of the mic <laughs> I am just a mere mouse and I am I'm happy to be walking on his coattails that's for sure
0: well he definitely loves you man and he can't stop talking about you I know he can't wait till next year um, one of his dreams is obviously becoming one of the commentators for the WSL. So I think he's working with them on trying to figure that out. But what about next year? Is, is, Volcom, is Volcom doing the uh, Fiji Pro? I don't know
1: about that. You know, Volcom did the Fiji Pro a few years in a row, uh-huh. and they got it so big and so good that it just – it's really hard – For them to go back, because it'll never be that big. We saw waves. They actually shut it down for the contest because the world's best contest surfers were getting injured. So the world's (laughs) best big wave surfers were just chomping at the bit. They were just like lions waiting to jump on the young gazelle. And so when everybody pulled out, the big wave guys came in and just attacked it with reckless abandon. And
0: one of those big wave guys was you. because Well, I was there commenting, commentating on the microphone one of those waves that you caught there. I only caught one. And I only caught one. That's all it takes, bro. I was and that there. one was fucking the shit.
1: Well, I I was there to work the microphone as I was telling my boss, hey, you know, I want to get out there and surf. He says, no, you got to stay on the microphone because... Even though the event stopped, they kept the webcast going because there was millions and millions of viewers chiming in, just going, oh my gosh, I can't believe how good and how big and how perfect these waves are. But they were life-threatening, to say the least. And I convinced my sponsor, my boss, to say, hey, I just got to get out there in the afternoon. I knew the swell was going to peak. Kelly and I both did. And so we were both there sitting there waiting, waiting. We saw that little tide change in the afternoon. I convinced my boss. I I just got to go out for one wave. We got out there on a boat. At the time that we got out there, the biggest wave that the world's ever seen, there's a two-wave set, came rolling down the reef. And it's literally, I'd say, 50 feet tall and a 50-foot wide barrel right. screaming down the line. And literally, when I say screaming, it was making this this noise. It sounded like a T-Rex running down the reef. <laughs> And people were just scratching, trying to get out of the wave. Mark Healy's board. He had to pull his leash, swim through it, he gets sucked over. The wave was hitting so hard, and it's deep out there. It's a 40 foot deep ledge. The wave was hitting so hard. It was shooting sand and rock out the back of the wave. The whole that's a good way to describe it. (laughs) (laughs) The whole lineup smelled like seaweed. And we got out there and Kelly Slater took off his leash. He was just about to jump in the water. He says That's not what I'm here for. And I said, that's exactly what I'm here for. And I jumped in, and I paddled out, and I went through the lineup, and I was telling everybody there's 10 guys in the main pack way Uh out in the peak. And I went up to each one of them, and I just recounting every one of their rides, saying, I'm so proud of you, that's so great, and shaking hands and hugging and just talking. And all of a sudden, I found myself at the very peak and the first guy in line. And here comes the set. (laughs) <laughs> and they go, go, wassail. And I said, no, no, I'll wait for the next one. You know, I don't want to be rude. Right. I just got out there. No, goes Okay. And I just turned around and I went. I had rode a board that was 10 foot 2, which is supposedly too big to ride there. Right.
0: That's like a Waimea gun.
1: So anyway, the board did its job. I rode the wave successfully. I got three covers of international magazines and was nominated for the best ride of the year. Yeah. Uh-huh. Came out of the water, went out, kicked. Literally kicked out of that wave. Kai Garcia picks me up on the ski, takes me back to the boat. Says, "You're done. You'll never top that." <laughs> takes me back to the boat that Kelly Slater and all the, you know, the world's best are on. Uh, and all they start doing is popping beers and pouring on my head. And Kelly tells me that's the best, single best big wave ride the world has ever seen.
0: That's heavy. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, big round of applause there to you, brother.
1: Well, you know what? I got lucky.
0: I don't know about that well I think you kind of planned it um, go out there kiss everybody's ass <laughs> and work your way to the point to the peak
1: <laughs> that's beside the point you still gotta ride the wave
0: jeez you learned that shit from Kelly didn't oh, you oh my oh my god so um You got all these covers off that wave. Did you make any money? Double XL.
1: Yes, I paid a lot of taxes that year. I did. did I did pay a lot of taxes. It was good. It was great. You know, and I'm still riding the high. The bottom line is, I just wish I could remember that wave. I remember paddling for it, and that's it, and kicking out. I everything else, I'm completely blacked out. And Kai Garcia comes up and tells me get on the ski, you're out of here, you'll never top that. And I'm arguing with him. Yeah. Going, "No, you have no idea. I'm just starting. Just warming I'm just up. warming up." And he said, "You have no idea what you just did. You're done. These guys have all been out here for 8 hours. You literally just came out and in one wave wiped the slate clean. You're done." So, hey. And I, I couldn't believe it until I came back, and you know everybody started screaming and hollering and whatnot. So
0: that wave and, was so big. Who were who were the other standouts for that that day? That was that was true thundercloud.
1: That was thundercloud. Uh, you know what? I can anybody who was there got the wave of their lives, and I saw some of the biggest drops mm-hmm. being done by the Godowskis. Brothers. Right. I saw right. uh, the Hobgoods dominating I saw You know what You know who really impressed me Was Mark Healy yeah. I think he put on a performance that day That cannot be touched He had probably At least 10 amazing rides mm-hmm. So he was going for the marathon session where I realize I just need one. And I think the world and the rest of the surfers are probably lucky that Dorian wasn't there. He had actually rolled his ankle yeah. a month prior on a trip down in Mexico he went with with his sponsor, uh, Reef, right? Reef right. had taken those guys down there, and he was... And they were
0: either yeah, squalies or...
1: Down, no, they were down at one Puerto. of those point breaks down oh, south of Puerto, yeah, and yeah. he saw the boys doing airs, and he's like, hey, I'm going to get cocky and try and do an air, and ah. he ended up hurting his ankle and was out for a few months. And, you know, lucky for us... Yeah. He was out for a few months because he would have made us all look silly.
0: Yeah, but you know what? He's also, uh, during that time, I think he was probably killing a lot of shit, too. Hunting? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think probably. Well, with, he did have to nurse that ankle. And like you said, walking around that a'a lava, that is some unstable ground. This, You know what? The island of Hawaii is absolutely gorgeous only place in the world that has all five climates but because of that diversity some of them are very harsh and not that user friendly so it makes that uh, that those mountain climbs really challenging
0: yeah well you and I are on you know we're we're pretty tight friends for a long time and we're also on a big group text yes you know it's funny one isn't it it's a funny one it's all our best friends it's me it's you it's Dorian it's uh Justin Lee Kevin Hibbard, uh, Kevin Hibbard, who is one a of the best fishermen the here planet. in
1: Kona, and Jeff Call, who's one of the best fishermen on Maui. And th- it's funny because bringing in that aspect, they're battling to see who can get that thousand-pound marlin or that three-hundred-pound tuna. And and then here's you know the rest of us talking about surfing and girls and this that. And then of course you know there's Shane and I talking about our wives and our kids. Right. <laughs> it's it's a great dynamic. And
0: now Kevin and his wife and kid. right, be a right. Young
1: Fletcher yeah. and Piper. You know. Yeah. So, but but we are guys, and we do get a little wild here and there, and share some pictures. But it's uh, it's all in good fun. And it's so
0: much good fun. We razz each other nonstop.
1: I'm looking at my phone right now. There's 38 messages from you guys. Well, they
0: all know that we're doing a podcast right now, and they're like, "What the fuck? We want in. We want in. What well, does Does we knows? Phone? Well, Doze knows you right now. And uh, we get to talk all kinds of shit about these boys. They're going to have to hear about it later. (laughs) And and we've got all kinds of good uh, bets going on this year.
1: Right. Right. There's some big money on the table.
0: There is. And who gets the first 30-inch deer? Right. Or or 200-pound pig. Or 200-pound pig. Right. Uh, I know you are very close with the ram. I think yours turned out to be what 20 29.
1: Yeah, it was 29. close. It was close, but that doesn't really, you know. I
0: yeah.
1: I I think you I was on a guided hunt. I almost think that you have to do it. Uh, you know, Maybe maybe you don't have to do it on your own, but it sure would be a lot better if you did.
0: Hey, it's just as hard with a guide if not. Oh, that no, that's just true, right? And a camera guy? Yeah, you and a camera a guy. camera guy that just yeah. doubles the intensity right there. Yep. Trying to get um, three
1: guys in on an animal because they, they know you're not there just to take their picture. That's for sure.
0: I'm telling you. All I know is the rut is going on right now on Maui, Molokai, and Lanai, and I'm not there. And I should be there getting the first 30-inch deer because i haven't got a 30-inch axis yet i haven't either um, you just got back from lanai and or was it Molokai?
1: maui i went to maui, maui. and i shot a few deer i did you but
0: shot a few. I, you shot like five well
1: i'm not i'm not there to trophy hunt i'm there to put food in the freezer my trophy is what's on my plate right on the island i live I don't have any deer, so I have to travel to one of the neighbor islands, and I'm very glad that I'm able to get access to some of the land to those Axis deer. They are so delicious.
0: They were so good, and you know, I did a podcast with Jim Burnworth from Western Extreme yesterday, and who we all got to hang out with. Thanks for inviting weekend.
1: us over. That was so much fun.
0: Just so you know, we had a incredible barbecue, a big day of archery. We got to bring all these animals that we were able to harvest, and and just share some some really good experiences and and we were all shooting 100 yards.
1: Yes. Also, I think I think that kind of threw Jim off. I think he thought he was going to be the only one shooting 100 yards. Look, we were aiming at a little soda can at the I think end.
0: He, with 100. an egg on top. <laughs> trying to get the egg and I think he saw how freaking good we all were. And he kind of stopped. He did. He
1: took took a step back. Yeah, he took a step back. He's like, oh, yeah, no, no, I think
0: I'm going to go somewhere else right now. (laughs) (laughs) That
1: was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun.
0: That was so much fun. But, you know, one of the things he was talking about is, in part of this conservation thing that we do with these animals is, there's absolutely nothing wrong with taking trophies when you're going out there to harvest these animals. Uh, Part of that, that puts a value on these animals. Um, So... A lot of these people, though go out there and just wipe out animals. But if you start, what he was saying is, is if you start putting a value on these things, um, it makes people more aware of them and they, and they take care of them more.
1: Absolutely. And it also means that that land that they're on isn't going to get turned over and flipped into a golf course or a strip mall. Or subdivision. You know, yes. And so it's actually zoned what it should be as conservation land. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of great, you know, organizations out there. that are, The Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation and, you know, here, yeah, here on Hawaii we have we don't have enough conservation land how about that so it's nice to see uh i'd like to see that for the ocean as well of this whole state less than one percent is a reserve for our, our coastlines and so i'd like to see more influence there as well
0: and and protecting our fish out there from overfishing and thank you and all of that you know and it's it's we've got a lot of work here in hawaii to do um Dude, we're almost to the airport here. You know, let's kind of wrap things up here with a couple of oddball questions. Uh, You're married. We all know that. Happily. How long have you been married for?
1: Six years. I've got a five-year-old son.
0: So you got married before Tinder came out.
1: Thank goodness. all these
0: dating apps, yeah? Yes. Thank goodness. Because I'm the one still struggling with all this shit. (laughs) Poor you. (laughs) (laughs) Poor me.
1: Good for our text group. Well, the great thing is
0: about living here in Hawaii is... You know, you run out of people really quick. But you can tell when the planes start coming in because that's when your tinder light's up.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs> hey, there's a whole new group. Oh, no, I'll take, no, we'll pass that plane. Where did it come from? Seattle. So yeah, you're so. selective hunting as well, huh? I am very much a selective hunter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, what about aliens, dude? Have you ever, have you ever, do you believe in aliens or ghosts? Have you ever encountered? Oh, absolutely.
1: Something's out there besides us. I, I think I think a couple of my friends are aliens. <laughs> Shane Dorian might be an alien.
0: He's S- Stephanie Gilmore swears that there's aliens among us. Among us? Among us.
1: Oh, that's phenomenal. And I I'll love show that. you a
0: video, and it she goes, they look just like this. They do this thing, where they look at you. They they may be looking straight forward, turn their eyes, and then turn their head. And she's like, "Look, look at that fucker right there! He's a fucking alien!" And she's all pointing at Laura and her. <laughs> could be no. true.
1: Hey, could be true.
0: Seriously, though. But have you ever encountered any ghosts or aliens? I like to hear these stories.
1: I think I go some places and, and I get a weird feeling. Just like you think, you know, sometimes you're diving and you're mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I got a weird feeling. You turn around, there's a shark right behind you. Sure. You just know that there's something there. And occasionally I've been places. Well, Sometimes it's a place that I think you're not supposed to be. And I get the weird feeling and I just I just walk away. I just walk out of there. Sure, that's, that's enough for me to think that there's, you know, some kind of supernatural, super spirit. But uh, as far as aliens, the world, the, the universe is just too broad We're for there not suspect. to be something yeah. else out there living I'm sorry that just yeah has I
0: agree to be. 100% Republican Democrat Independent yes people want to know yes Hillary Trump is Hillary, Hillary going to Trump uh-huh. I
1: religion and politics I saved those for the dinner table yeah, well, <laughs> no, I don't discuss that
0: stuff. We're eating that shit right now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, are spitting it back out. <laughs> spitting it out, man. Literally, I just had a bad meal oh. right there, and it's called politics. You got it. Uh, but, Dave, thanks so much. It's my love, pleasure, honestly. I love you, brother. It's, I love you, too, we've man. We've been trying to do this for a long time, and I can't wait for us to all sit down. We're going to get our whole group text to sit down and talk some shit. Let's do it up on the mountain. That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, big hunt.
0: With some and, and some here.
1: And some barbecue afterwards. That sounds. Yep. And to me, that's the best part about hunting. It's not the actually getting out there and exercising and harvesting an animal. It's the great stories that are, come from the barbecues afterwards.
0: It does. And get the wives and the kids involved. And, oh, my gosh, let, it, let everybody hear their side of what's going on. Because, you know, it's usually the women that are attacking us when they find out that we hunt and, they're vegans and stuff but you know these women our women are pretty dang strong i know mine is yeah and you're well, you've got an amazing woman dude she lights up my instagram every day with all much all this kind of shit that i've never even knew about hawaii before yes she is she's a bright one when you're born and raised over here and then you you get to experience all this new stuff that you really never even knew But um, it's time to go. We see some flashing green shirts walking past us. I think that's the security saying, get the hell out of the car. Dave, thank you. Mahalo.
1: Aloha. Until
0: we meet again.
1: Right on, Dozer. Thanks for the ride, buddy.
0: You bet, brother. Appreciate it. All right. Cheers. Thanks, Dave. And thanks, everyone, for joining us on another episode of Doze Knows. And, of course, this show couldn't happen without our great sponsors, Uh, I just want to give a big shout out and a thank you to Original Nutritionals. These guys aren't your regular meathead supplement brand. It's just pure basic and essential food and supplements to support what they call a clean athlete lifestyle. Um, Go to OriginalNutritionals.com. Go check them out just for listening. Enter in promo code DOZENOSE at checkout and get 15% off. Deuce Gym in Venice Beach. Best gym on the planet. These guys will work you to get you healthy and in shape. Go check them out, deucegym.com. You can also find them on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all your social media outlets. Same thing with Original Nutritionals as well. Um, Hurley Clothing. Love these guys. They have the coolest clothes on the planet with their phantom board shorts Uh, It's all I ever wear when I'm surfing, when I'm shredding out there in the waters on the Big Island or anywhere else in the world I am at. Um, Check them out at Hurley.com. GoPro, those tiny little cameras that you put on your boards, on your heads, on your bikes, on your motorcycles, skateboards, on your dogs, wherever you want to put them. GoPro is transforming the way people visually capture and share their lives. What began as an idea to help athletes self-document themselves engaged in their sport. GoPros become a standard for how people capture themselves, engaged in their interests, whatever they may be, from extreme to mainstream. Check them out, gopro.com, or go to YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Kona Boys, the best place on the Big Island. They're serving up gear for island life and aloha since 1996 down at the Beach Shack in Kona Town. in since 2009. They've got two stores. One at the King Kamehameha Beach Hotel where you can rent stand-up paddle boards, bikes, boogie boards, anything that you need for kicking it at the beach. Or down at their Kiala Kekua store where they have everything. Oh my gosh. It's where I go every day Hang out with these guys, Frank and Brock. They're the best. If you guys want tours, you guys want lessons, kayak tours, va'a tours, stand-up paddleboard lessons, these guys are the guys to go to. They're the best. So go to konaboys.com, check them out, or just show up at the shop and tell them you heard it on Doze Nose and get 15% off. Right off the bat, that's Kona Boys. And while you're in Kona, go down to Kona Coffee and Tea. That's where I go every single morning to get my morning crack and go see the girls. They see me walk in. They have my coffee already ready for me. Sweetest girls on the planet. Best coffee on the planet. Grown up on the slopes of Wallerai. Brought down to the coffee shop fresh every single day. Check them out. Kona Coffee and Tea. Thanks again, everybody. We'll see you next week on another episode of Doze Knows. Aloha. Knows. Knows,
1: knows. Knows, knows, knows. Knows, knows. And if you don't know, now you... knows. Everybody knows, knows.